yo, you want that raw, tough love where nobody gives a fuck about how you feel? <laughs> that nearest truth without error, because nobody is truly right in this world. You gotta listen to K and K Real Talk. Yeah, we're gonna give you all of the information you need to know about your dancing. K Real Talk. Check us out. Listen to us. But most importantly, do your own research. Hey, real talk. Don't trust nothing we tell you or anybody else. Do your own research. Find your truth. Real talk. Walk that journey with us. We're here to serve you. Baraka Real talk. From K and K Podcast, Real Talk with Kiva and Kahawia. We are a literary podcast that deconstructs information with the intention of uplifting the Black nation. Together, we also represent Afro Soulfly, a revolutionary brand that empowers members of the Afro community to express themselves fearlessly. Check us out at afrosoulfly.com. Hey sis. Hey beautiful. How y'all feeling today? Should be amazing. Yes. I'm amazing too. Look, whether it's true or not, <laughs> say it until it becomes real. Yes, walk in that purpose, right? Because if you say it to be bad, it's going to be what you say. So you might as well say what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are listening to K&K Real Talk. This is Kiva. And I am Kahalia. And we are here to serve you with the truth that we discover in our day-to-day. Honey, and as Mr. Neely Fuller Jr. would say, the truth, not just the fact. There's a difference. That is so true. Exactly. Because we now live in a world of lies. Think about it. Everybody is about what can I get away with? I'm going to get me this big booty. I'm going to make him him like me for my body, for my, for my, for my job, for what it is. And nothing, none of that has nothing to do with your real happiness or your true self-worth or state of mind, whether it's peaceful or not. People walking around with smiles, frowning inside. Honey, that part. Whether you like it or not, honey, Trump was on to something with them alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know about his alternative facts, but just that phrase alone, honey, because folks be out here with these alternative facts, especially these white supremacy folks. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that the book, so if you're just tuning in, we are deconstructing the United Independent Compensatory Code System concept, revised, expanded edition of Mr. Neely Fuller Jr. It's a compensatory counter-racist code. So everything that you hear 
on this show, we're going to try to figure out what type of code of conduct can we create in our respective lives as individuals, as individuals, because this is an individual group effort. This is not a, not even a group effort. This is an individual effort <laughs> because mm-hmm. you have to decide what works for you. So things that you hear that doesn't resonate or it does resonate, you're not supposed to take it on verbatimly. You're supposed to take it on and say, hey, this is how I'm going to apply this to my life, but I'll modify here and alter there however way you see fit. And as you decide for yourself what code you're going to follow or how to create code for your own life, you must keep in mind that the purpose is to produce justice and to be correct in your thinking, in your life, and all the things. Exactly. Most definitely. Because that's one of the things that we kind of lose, we get sidetracked with easily. You know, we get caught up in whatever the theme of what it is that we want to do. So it's you know, I'm going for that new job, or I'm going for that house, or I'm going for that car, or I'm trying to relocate. Okay, Nelly Fuller says all of that stuff is fine because it falls into one of the categories of life. However, every speech, action, or thought still should be related towards your salvation of freedom. So as you're moving forward in life with your personal goals, still pay attention to what you're saying and what you're doing and how you're thinking because ultimately that either puts you deeper into slavery or revolutionize you outside of it mm-hmm. and his idea which i like is that now listen they say the revolution won't be televised but that part sure will <laughs> because i mean and it always is right our destruction our destructive behaviors all of that shit is always public for everybody to see that is so. I think that's where the te- why it won't be t- televised because when we're behaving constructively, do they showcase us constructively behaving together? Absolutely not, and they shouldn't, right? Because to be honest, you should have enough within you to be constructive on your own without validation. Yes, we are seeking validation from folk who cannot validate us. Yeah, validate self. And you know what, what I was thinking that we might have went jumped ahead and in getting into this book, one of the things that I realized is that our history on K&K Road Talk was about us discussing how we show up negatively as ma, as women, as brothers, as men, and then as our, how we influence our babies. I think we should have implemented, now that I'm reading this book, a self-worth concept. Because if you're not, if you don't value yourself this whole system right here is over your head. <laughs> you have to truly value yourself to the point that you feel you're worthy to preserve. You're worthy to be multiplied. It's like, I like me. I like me so much that I want to see me multiplied times infinity on this on this so-called planet Earth. If you're not thinking to that extent, developing a cold system concept ain't going to matter to you because you're just trying to get your next drink on party on you're not even thinking about the longevity of your bloodline or how you are preparing those that's coming after you so it's it's a self-worth component that i think we have to start talking on to our people who are listening in so they can understand that this is not a one-person plight like oh kahawa you you so deep that's why you into it no honey i'm in i'm in as deep of slavery as you are (laughs) we all responsible and fixing this problem. It's not just 
you know, we have this idea of this idolater type of situation. Let's look for the next Malcolm X. Let's look for the next Martin Luther King. Let's go behind them and support them. No, everybody is, according to Mr. Nilly Fuller, everybody is responsible for fight to fight for their life and to revolutionize their family and their bloodline. This is not a one-man show. We done tried it. Time. It work. And you know what I will say? I am glad that you are sharing your perspective in terms of how we may have, should have, whatever the case, um, when it comes to pouring in from that self-worth perspective. I will say that with that in mind, I am still glad that we did things the way we did them because we did have moments and still continue to have moments of, of pouring in, right? But even the way that we did it, addressing the negative first, it clears the slate for the new foundation so that we can build on that because we cannot be out here painting on top of bullshit to make it look pretty and feel pretty. We got to clear out that bullshit first. It's like yes. cleaning out a room that has been filled with shit that someone has been hoarding. We got to clean this out first to see what kind of space we have. And I think we did that by uncovering the negative, still not shaming our brothers and sisters, ourselves, still finding the space to pour into what we may have just removed in a space where it's like, okay, I've, I've taken this bullshit away from you, but I'm not going to leave you feeling empty. I'm still going to pour something back. I'm going to replace it with something positive, but we most definitely still got to get rid of this shit too, because you can't hold on to this. And I think we, we did that correctly. Yes. Okay. That's true. You know, that's a valid point because we do, we on this whole theme of black girl magic. We saw this, the black first black woman to do this, the first black man to do this. This one is making billion dollars. This one making million dollars. Okay, we still in the same predicament. Yeah. <laughs> so we do, we do congratulate each other, but I guess you're, I see validity in what you're saying that we needed to focus on how we show up indifferent and wrong because that that we don't highlight enough within correcting ourselves because mm -hmm. a lot of other cultures can look in on us and say shame on them for doing a b and c but it's different when it's coming from within your own people that's like wait hold up let me let me check and balance myself mm -hmm. and then um i'm, I'm not going to take heed to other people's perceptions if especially if they don't hold any true weight to the reality of what's happening I right. To... And ahead. we didn't even address it from a space of shame, right? We mm -hmm. we took on it from a space of listen, y'all showing up fucked up and so the fuck are we. Mm -hmm. We, you and I, Kiva and Kahawia, is yeah. showing up fucked up in our respective lives as individuals, with each other, with relationships, just period. You, you we know... have a problem as a collective. We have this problem as individuals, many of us. And in order for us to thrive in the space that we want to go in, we have to change these things. Yeah. And as a non-white collective, because this book encourages you to speak to other people who are in the non-white category that is also in the powerless 
category. Honey, but don't, you don't think into them behind them four walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, in open air. <laughs> open air. We're going to go into that. Yes, because it's so true. We, you know, a lot of times we go into the idea of, well, it's a Black-related problem. Or it's an American Black. Or it's a Caribbean Black. Or it's a Haitian Black. Or it's, you know, it's an Asian thing. If you fall into the non-white category, you are a victim of white supremacy racism. Mm. Now that we have that established, what are we going to do about it? Right. And, the, and the doing part is very confusing because we have these perceptions as, as to who's in our team, who's not in our team. Sister Kahawi and myself, we can tell you we're learning more and more. You can't judge a spirit based on its face value. Honey. You better <laughs> check in and see who that person is. It don't matter if they brown. I don't mean they get a check mark. Don't mean they get a check mark. They may have to be X'd out. So you really have to check in on spirit. And I like that his book goes back into the basics. Like he hits, he always hit the underneath, the very basic category of what it is that we need to focus on. Not all of the things that they tell us. Because when we do the movie list that he suggests for us to, to watch on producejustice.com, Nelly Fuller has a movie list that he suggests individuals of victims of white supremacy to watch. The movie list will show you the races. Will they talk about racism in so many different words? Honey, <laughs> like that. They love angry men. <laughs> Child, I watched that bush. I was, and you know, and I'm not even gonna say that it was bull because it um it definitely showcased. Um, it did a great job at showcasing the ignorance of people, <laughs> right? And the ignorance of somebody who is just so headstrong from a space of ignorance yeah. about a particular topic. Remember the advertiser, the marketing um, um, rep? He was saying, I'm creating this brand the whole time at the table. He's not focused on the case because he's too busy focused on his job. And his job was he was drawing like a box of cereal and it was called like sugar snacks mm -hmm. he was like yeah this is for the project folks they're gonna love it yeah they this is and it was like called dunce like it was such a it was so derogatory and degrading but most of our people we wake up to, to cereal in the morning not no fruit yeah to a bowl of cereal and it does start your day off indifferent so no wonder baby girl can't sit in class and focus. She got tricks in her body, mm. which is tripping up her brain computer to run around and play. You want your baby to sit calm, have them drink some water and an apple or a banana. Have them and not even fruit. just sit calm, but sit in thought. Sit in sit thought. And, you know, sit in their rightful development. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that is a problem that we have, but we talked about that. If you want to listen to our shows, anything related to Dr. Amos Wilson, the developmental psychology of a black child, he talks about how we can negatively pretty much prepare our children to be dysfunctional from the womb, feeding them that garbage. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's loaded, which goes back into the worth component, but we're going to get there. So diving into this book, I now you know I know I know where we ended off. We ended off at fifty six. But where we start, <laughs> honey? We started at page 
40. Okay. The law of compensation. The law of compensation. So, yes. Let me tell you. One thing about Mr. Neely Fuller. He makes sure you understand what the hell he's talking about. Honey. (laughs) And then was like, and if you still confused. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a put this little note here <laughs> <laughs> to be sure that there is no confusion in the text that I am using, like in the word. If you confused by the word, yes. Keep reading. You gonna get a definition of what I'm saying it means in this yeah. particular context. Yeah, and and it makes sense because. Anything that confuses us will not help us get to the goal, right? You can't solve a problem in confusion. That part. So in- and every word that he uses that has like a, you know, that is considered to be like a broad concept is in quotation marks. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like an air quote, like, you know, like yeah. I'm going to use this word because it goes here, but, you know, be mindful, <laughs> <laughs> to ask the question of the context when this word is used. Yes. So I like his laws of compensation. Can you share them, sis? Compensation is a law of nature, of existence, of mathematics, of logic. It is the law of laws. Every thought is a compensatory thought. Every word is a compensatory word. Every act is a compensatory act. Honey, and when he said money is a compensatory tool. Yes, it is. And it it just made so much sense because we often just, you know, refer to compensation as being paid, you know, um, and tying it to monetary value. But I like how he broke down, you know, some of the other things in in ways that you are um, compensated or ways that one thing compensates another thing, right? And we know that, but we don't use that word a whole lot in terms of anything other than monetary. Yeah, you're right. And we need to start because he's so now that Sister Kahawia told you what it is, now the how factor. So how do you go into this whole compensation law? The first thing he says is to ask for what should be given. Mm-hmm. So you And you can apply this because as I was reading this component, I was like, man, this could be applied to relationships. Don't sit there and wonder why or when or how somebody should do for you. Say what the hell you expect and line them receipts up to see if they meet your request. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, set them aside because they ain't the one. You need to find somebody you can agree with. Like Sister Sharazad Ali said, it's simple. If you pick somebody you can agree with, a lot of the problems go. But we pick people that don't agree with us and hoping they would change. Mm-hmm. And it's a waste of damn time. And it's all and it's crazy because you got millions of options, honestly. It's so many of us in this world that that planet this earth. So many of us is here. Let's plant it in this earth. Whether you decide to move from a different state, go outside the country, who knows where your agreeance partner lies <laughs> or lives or resides. You can challenge yourself and meet different people, but no, we find one and want to hold on to them. As long as we can, not all, but some of us do and get caught up. So the first thing he says in compensation is ask for what you feel should be given to you. The the second thing is accept what is granted. So that means you don't have to accept it, meaning be okay with it, but understand that's what the person is giving you. So again, back into relationships, you expect someone to call you every day. Mm -hmm. And you tell them you want them to call you every day. But guess what? 
they don't call you every day. Accept that. That's who that person is. Well, oh, now when but that's what I'm saying. When I say accept it, doesn't mean to continue on as scheduled what you plan to do with this person to continue on the relationship or whatever, but accept them for who they are. Accept that yes, they're yes. inconsistent in that world. Accept that. Don't Thank try you to for that you change note. that. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying go against your original what you feel you should be compensated for, but no, you, 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 this is what you want, but they giving you that. So, okay. That's who you are. I, I accept it. I don't agree, but I accept you for who you are. So yeah. But, I, but, but, but see, Mrs. So, Millie Fuller Jr. goes a step further and say, now you can accept what they gave you, but still continue to ask for your original act. <laughs> Compensate for the difference. So, oh, since, you don't want to call every day. How about I put you on rotation and I find somebody else that will call every other day? Oops. <laughs> so I won't compensate for the fact that you ain't calling me. Oh, you ain't calling Snap me? On that oh, I'll find somebody else that's going to call me every day. And if they call me every other day, I'll compensate for that person for somebody else to call. <laughs> I'm going to get my call every day. Yeah. Find out what works for you. It's no more accepting things that don't work for you mm-hmm. at all we, we passed that stage so i love that he goes into that world and when he explains that we all ain't human because mm-hmm. remember what he says even though animal life is commonly referred to as human beings or people Honey or people <laughs> he said that that he said you know people aren't exactly all alike Honey, so can we all, all be considered human in quotation people Air quotes around people, air quotes around humans. <laughs> Which is true. Because if I'm, if, if I'm, am I the, can I consider myself the same individual of someone who would rape, rob, and steal from somebody else? And that's not who I am. I don't want to be categorized as them. Right. So that difference in treatment between people, he's, he's constantly reiterating that needs to be highlighted. If you're mistreating me, on the basis of color, on the basis of my hair color, texture, or any part of racism, you you're mis- racism according to Mr. Neely Fuller is mistreatment. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest form of mistreatment is mistreating people due to their phenotype, something we have no control over. So, mm-hmm. if you're mistreating me, then I have to be able to I- I identify that hey, this is a problem, and. I'm not, we're not going to get caught up in the words of, oh, we're all humans or we're all the same. No, we're not. <laughs> According to Misty Nilly Fuller, we're not all the same. Why? Because we're all not compensated the same. Mm-hmm. I can ask, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly asking for what is owed to me and I'm not getting full compensation. I'm aware of that where others do. So we're not the same. If we were the same, I'll get the full, the same compensation as you mm-hmm. in all worlds. And if we were the same, there wouldn't be a system of supremacy. We would be the same. Exactly. So he he reminds us that we have to find the voice at all times in our act, in, in our speech, to constantly ask for what we feel we are entitled to. And if we're granted something different from what we feel we are entitled to, we must explain what that difference is. 
and 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 request to be compensated for that difference. And his he pretty much reminds us that this is the corrective, the constructive code of conduct that we need to constantly embody. That is there's no time for us to just lollygag and not have a plan of action. Everything that we do, we should be in a space of teaching each other, helping each other think and speak and act effectively to replace white supremacy racism. He's putting the serious on top of being serious about being serious on the table. Because uh-huh. too many of us, we talk this talk, but as soon as we talk it, we go back into a world space where we're not living it. Speak honestly about what you're doing and how you're feeling. Honey, speak honestly and be careful about what you agree to. Yeah. But you're speaking honestly with other people. When agree when an agreement is on the table and an agreement is made and you leave that conversation with that agreement intact, uphold your end of the bargain. Yeah. And make sure uphold they hold it. Yeah. Yeah. And understand who you who's your audience, right? Because if you're interfering, if you're interacting with someone like yourself, and let's say you are a person of good character, you speak in truth, then you want to do things the right way. Well, your your code and action plan will be different from someone who's sitting in front of you who's known to mislead, who's excellent in being malicious and hostile. You don't use the same game plan with them. Right. And now white supremacists, they are excellent in maintaining their sophistication and being deceitful. They can do it in such a way you have no idea is taking place. We have to be mindful that when we are interacting with these aspects of racism, because racist, because we don't know if they're racist until they show themselves to be. But every white person is a suspect, a suspected racist. You need to know how to be mindful of how you interact with them. And I would even extend it to the point of just um, character in itself. Because you got those that we, that's Uncle Ruckus out here. Honey. That don't see themselves a part of the victim of white supremacy group. Even though they fit all the, ca- the um, criterias. <laughs> They're powerless. They match the phenotype. They have many injustices brought against them, but they still decided to be against the, uh, be in the so-called winning team. I need that reverse. What is Revilago? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was Dave Chappelle version? What was his character of that of Uncle Ruckus? I forget. Clayton Bigsby. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You know, which could actually be a dope call because he had them convinced. Honey, <laughs> <accept> them. <laughs> had them convinced until he showed his face, honey. <laughs> and that was the part, right? <laughs> yep. They was all for him until <laughs> they saw his face. And then he even had some white folk looking after him like, look, he really think he white, just leave him be. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he was blind, right? Mm-hmm. But even... Just analyzing the concept of that alone, right? You got to be a blind motherfucker to not see what is happening to you in this world and still be like white power. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. 
Are you still a slave? That could be a good follow up book because we haven't. Um, Listen, I pulled the book out as we talking about it, and I was gonna ask you one of the test questions, but I'm like, nah, this is really something that we gotta do on our own. <laughs> yeah, this is really a self assessment. Um, and read, but not. Yeah, we definitely should follow up. Well, are you still a slave? Because I mean, after you get after you understand how to devise and and practice cold system and concepts. You gotta make sure you operate with the right brain computer. You <laughs> be operating with a, a half head. <laughs> so yeah, it's very important that we figure this part out. Um, Mr. Nilly Filler, he goes on to explain that again, the, there is a sense of entitlement that must exist for you to see the need in compensation. So if you don't find yourself to be entitled to anything, of course this this whole cold system and concept is not going to work for you because you have to have some type of confidence within yourself to even to even speak in this manner. Because oftentimes, and this is Mr. Nilly Fuller, he says this all the time if you listen to his podcast um, on ProduceJustice.com every Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. He always talks about how we as victims of white supremacy racists, we're on this ship called planet Earth. And we spend too much of our time talking to other prison mates. Uh, we need to be talking to the captain uh, and the crew. But we don't talk to them. We just bicker among each other and they continue to, to clean the ship and maintain the ship and do whatever they do. But we are not addressing them. And there even have been politicians that have stated, I've been in office and black people ain't never asked me for nothing. Honey. So we got, and, and because we are trained a certain way, I get it. It's not a shame factor. We're trained to behave a certain way. Just because the shackles are gone physically, mentally, they still remain. And that's why they're harder to remove because you don't see them unless somebody point them out. And how often do are we willing to go down an, an emotional roller coaster that's painful? We we avoid that by any means necessary these days. Nobody now you can't even you can't even talk. Everything is a hate crime. Honey, can't say shit. Like if you notice the world of comedy, where is it going? You cannot share an opposing view about any fucking thing nowadays. Is it's insane? It's like they're shutting the world of comedy out. You don't even see comedy cues like it used to be, because everyone's afraid to speak. No one wants to get caught up. I mean that, but I mean, and they want you to laugh at bullshit, at silly shit. Exactly. They don't want you thinking because, you know, back in the day, comedy was funny, but was it political. was real shit. Yeah. And they don't want you thinking about real shit. Not anymore. No. They want you thinking about bullshit. Everything is pranking now. How I can get over on somebody. I can't, half of the entertainment that's today, I can't even look at. Mm-hmm. And everything is monkey see, monkey do. You yeah. see the shit, you want to do it too. You imitate it, you put your own twist on it, and it's like, how about you put your own twist on right in the book? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Put I'm your gonna... own twist on teaching the children in your community. You're a hundred percent correct. How to do something constructive? How to be constructive out here? Yeah. Teach, do some, put your own twist on some construction. Yeah, yeah. And you and everybody's supposed to do that. Everybody should have a hand in doing something for somebody else other than themselves. If we all did it, then 
it would not be a problem. Excuse me. Then we'll be able to mutate ourselves because you know how we do. Mm-hmm. Once we agree on something, we don't need to go into a room and vote on it. It just be. Yeah. So, according to Mr. Nilly Fuller, he says the codification, the use of knowledge, excuse me, and the use of logic is making sure that saying and doing anything uh, and thinking anything that you do say or think, you most you have to do your best to try for it to be positive and constructive at all times. Mm-hmm. That's how you apply your logic. You always have to make sure your energy and every action and every activity of human life. So that's education, entertainment, economics, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Every single of those categories, you want to make sure you're thinking the best, you're acting the best, you're speaking the best, and you're doing the best in a constructive manner. So you ain't out there just feeling like I'm just going to do it any kind of way. No, you're intentional about all your actions. Why? Because you love yourself enough to see value in yourself to win. You want to win this game called life. I think they encourage so many people to hang it up based on what they see on social media. Oh, you ain't going to never be on that yacht. Hang it up. Mm. You ain't never going to get that mansion. Hang it up. Why is that your version of success? Mm. Why is that your, your look going to y'all? It ain't that much fun after a few hours. Honey. <laughs> you based your whole life on, on that one activity. You based your whole life on that mansion and be cold as fuck. You know how difficult it is to warm up a regular house? You talking about a fucking mansion? Honey. And if you're gonna have a mansion, move your whole fucking family into it. <laughs> Get that body heat up in there. What? Honey. Because Damn. just think about, oh my goodness, don't live nowhere where you need oil to heat the shit up. Mm. so we bet it's it's crazy it was um this brother online um i love me some yashkara and who cleaning that mansion sir she I, I always wonder why the celebrities get these big mansions and never invite their whole family but there's layers to that and if you want to know more about the entertainment and the things that go on behind that yashkara.com he has, and he's on Spreaker. He talks about entertainment. But one of the things that he mentioned in one of his shows recently, I and I loved and appreciated because everyone is so hooked up on this body concept. No one's happy with their body. We're bombarded with these Barbie dolls, Ken type body figures. Muscle bound people have zero percent body weight, fat, and excuse me, zero percent fat on their body, and we feel like, damn, that is the best version. So. Um, Yash Kara was talking about how in the art of war, in the activity of war, when people are out there, let's say it's, it's an apocalypse and everybody is fighting everybody. Those who have all of those muscles, guess what? They're going to get killed quick. Why? Because all of their veins are explo- ex- um, exposed. Mm. Every single vein in their body is exposed. You ain't even got to know how to fight. Just cut a vein. Mm. And you got them. Now somebody that's plump, <laughs> got, some, got some fat on them you're gonna just be hitting me you better know what you're doing they're gonna be in the game so you know these are the things that they teach us what is best but in i that- mean and even you know in a space of war right if you're in a space where you need to take cover for a few days you <laughs> ain't got no reserves <laughs> 
<laughs> to keep you, you gonna die hunger real quick, real quick, or give up your location and um become their slave um in exchange for some food. Yeah. So when that maybe that's when I start fattening and in, in everything in in health healthy right because I'm a thick mama's but I can still move. Mm-hmm. So it's not about being unhealthy. It's just about prioritizing. Now I'm starting to love every curve that come about my body. I'm not going to keep shaming myself, imagining this perfect version of me. Every version is perfect because it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm a champion within my own right because I made it to this space called Earth. You know how difficult it is to pass the whole birthing canal situation from the, from the concept to the sperm to the egg and every step here. And you still competing with everybody else. Only person you need to compete with is self. So when you continue to refocus your brain computer and remember that you are entitled to fight for yourself, then you can uh, learn how to avoid certain things that are destructive. Because you don't want anybody to line you up and to, to put your focus on doing anything that is going to bring harm your way. And you got those people that's going to do that. You tell them a story about what's happening to you. Next thing you know, they remind you how they mad at this such and such person. And we need to go down there and let them know. Da, da, da. No. No, 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 no. We passed that stage, brothers and sisters. We can't go into the world of war. It's okay to vent, but then get then, but then you got to get smart about what you're talking and doing. Mm-hmm. Nobody should put you in a space where you're ready to destroy everything you worked for just to defend yourself on a matter that probably not even worth defending in the first place. Because when people show when people show out to you, that's an invitation card for them to be dismissed from your world. Oh, you showing out. Okay, here's your card. <laughs> you are dismissed. I didn't know I had to use this card today, but here you go. Honey. So we need to start thinking about it like that and not look at it like, I can't believe she done said this. I can't believe he done said this. No, now I know I got to restructure you. Damn. I ain't think you had to move from this position, but you do. Honey, and listen, and I'll restructure your ass quick. (laughs) One strike, you're out. (laughs) Okay? One. And I get I give people many strikes. So again, right? The cold system concept is individualized. But the, the universal goal, the universal code, even even though Sister Kahawia, she give out her card a lot quicker than I give out my card. I mean the card okay, must so, be given. Right. And I say that to say, right, um, there is grace to be extended in certain situations, right? There every flaw, every mishap every you know it's not always considered a strike but when the strike is a strike you only got one with me god damn it <laughs> you only got one <laughs> it ain't no three strikes you're out over here okay one and done and which is fine because that's her business every business got their own laws and rules right Listen, these laws and rules was developed through trial and error. Mm. I don't got multiple strikes to be out here giving folks the one. And both, and however way you want to handle it is your prerogative. And be confident and unapologetic in doing so, as Sister Kahawia just mentioned. So, Mr. Mr. Neely Fuller, he goes on to talk about 
certain facts that we need to understand. So there's words that's used constantly, and I like he, how he broke it down so we can understand. Honey, so, I like how he broke down the title of his book. Yes, exactly. The United, <laughs> exactly. That's what we're talking about right now. So he broke down what is the United. United is victims of racism who need to unite in regards to their thoughts and needs to resist and eliminate racism. Mm -hmm. So we have to unite in that fact. And how we speak and how we react to racism, it needs to be a united front. That's how we eradicate the system of racism and white supremacy, according to his logic. Mm -hmm. Independent is pretty much explaining every individual. Every individual who are who is a victim of racism, white supremacy, this he's talking about you in that regard. At all times, places, wherever you at, in, in your thought, you are an individual. All of that is about you. Yes. Don't no more how you move about in this space is an independent thought, is an independent yes. duty, it's an independent contract between you and goddamn you. Yes. It ain't so remove any group you were part of you're not speaking on behalf of no group you could be a part of whatever you want to be a part of but in the world in any world that you um that you practice and you're speaking against white supremacy racism you're speaking on behalf of yourself not because of what your group said and which i know on behalf of yourself he explained compensatory means to make up for for that which is missing and one of the key factors that he's constantly reiterating, and we all see that non-white and white included, there is a mis is, there is a makeup, a need for justice and correctness. Now, the unfortunate is that the white people see that that need is needed, but the billionaires, trillionaires, Queen Queen of England, all of them, they don't care. They don't care to fix it. They don't care to make it up. Cause it ain't broken for them. It ain't broken for them. And we need to acknowledge that. It's working that. how it's supposed to. It was, it's working how it was designed. Just yeah. how we foolish by design. It's working how it was designed for them to work. Yeah. They designed it. They designed us to be foolish and they designed the system to work for them. Exactly. And it's working. He said our, the code is for us to speak in or act to eliminate racism by utilizing selections from a list of suggestions that he came up with. So, and, and, and that you come up with as well. So all of the combined suggestions that are designed to help any individual a victim of any individual of a victim of, vice, of racism, excuse me, any individual that is a victim of racism, any suggestion that is practiced, that list is considered the code. Mm -hmm. And then the system itself is each individual who is a victim of racism they must speak and act to eliminate racism according to the part of a pattern or certain form of speech action. So you have the code, but then you have to practice that code in different worlds. So that will be the system. Mm. That, and that's where the pattern will form. So you see, we have sisters now. Let's do the basic of hair. We have a hair pattern form. Sisters are now wearing their natural hair at night they're braiding their hair in fours or making sure they wear a protective style they got scarves on their head i didn't go to no meeting about this mm -mm. <laughs> but i see i see many sisters are practicing the same ritual at night to just maintain their hair and that's just hair mm -hmm. he's saying that we can practice the same un unified code 
in other worlds in our life pertaining to the areas of activity, as we mentioned before, economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. With respect to producing justice. Always producing justice and correctness because justice does not currently exist. So that is the goal. That is the goal of the United Independent Compensatory Co-System concept. That's what all of that means. And I, when he says United Independent, I always think of the word universal mm-hmm. because it is like a universal type of thing because what we practice here in the Americas essentially supposed to be practiced in Africa because they are two victims of white supremacy racism. He doesn't put no, he doesn't identify no race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's two categories. Honey, and he even talked about, listen, there's there's some people out here identifying themselves by their color <laughs> and they calling themselves black, red, yellow, and whatever. Um, and then he puts in parentheses collectively known as non-white people. <laughs> and it's like, don't get it twisted. And no part of this. Yeah. No, you do not are. continue to be confused. I am going to help you. What is, oh my goodness, our favorite movie, honey. He out here like, I am going to help you find it. Oh, yes. Your righteous mind because obviously yes, you, have lost, you have lost it. The great debate. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Oh, no, no. Find, take back, and keep. <laughs> That take back part is important. I love me some Denzel Washington. <laughs> he plays some excellent roles. Honey, he has some excellent monologues out here. Yes, he, he really do. And he and you know what's so not funny, but it's a it's a shame that with all of our success, you see the lack of organizational skills we have, even from the higher ups. Because where is our own academy? Hmm. Where's our award ceremony where we praise each other without? the assistance. That's why that four wall concept that Mr. Lily Honey and don't hit us with the BT awards because that's bullshit. Yeah. And and that's and that goes into what the two ba- he called them the two basic methods of resisting racism. And mm. he talks about one is called the four wall method. Which is what we what we typically see any business structure that hosts regular meetings, have repeated fundraisers, you know, there's some type of closed-in centralized activity for the workers. You know, there's some type of organization. People are getting paid. There's some dues. You know, there's some type of leadership. There's a fellowship. There's a promotion of practice thinking and speaking. There's an area that is being used for this location. People are promoting, calling, requesting fellowships to increase. And then there are associations. Honey, so- you know what? Even... Thinking about, so like I read it, right? But as I'm hearing you say this out loud, um, it definitely put me into perspective where I had a conversation with someone recently where it was like, you know, I was sharing our podcast with them and the conversation, the feedback that I received is like, oh, wow, you know, you know, you can make money doing podcasts you should think about monetizing and you should be on YouTube and you should do this and you should do that. Whoa, 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 back up. First of all, this is my community service. <laughs> Everything is not about making a dollar. Everything is not about 
having paid membership and all the things. I have businesses for that. But right now, this is not the focus for this. And I don't think it ever will be. And why? Now, granted, thank you for encouraging me to keep food on my table. However, (laughs) I said all I said to you about our goal, our vision, our everything, and all you can come back to me is tell me how I should be monetizing and capitalizing off of building the Black nation. Yeah. Or building the nation of non-white people. And that's and that's and that's pretty much what I mean diamond deeper because I didn't get we didn't read this portion yet, but Neely Fuller says this if I'm not misquoting him in his shows that white supremacists need to change their behavior towards us. It's not just the non-white people victims doing something to fix this problem we need to recruit as much racist into the span of eradicating the system of white supremacy racism because he claims that they have all of the power and that they should alter their mind their brain computers to do so now that's where some of the discrepancies because some people say they ain't never going to change but surprise but um surprisingly their children are changing a lot of the children are changing. Some of the children are not, but a lot of the children are becoming liberal. You even see it in the memes. They better change quietly because a lot of them folks that's changing too getting wrote out the wheel. Yeah. And which means they, <laughs> change, see, they you ain't gonna have no power. But see, they, that goes into the what you were saying. Thing. Where it's like when you pick a when you pick a side, you lose your power. Because that's one of the that's one of the biggest reasons why white supremacists continue to practice racism because the ones who are not considered racist because they don't have the money but they are in the white category, they still practice it because it's more beneficial. So, mm-hmm. you know, you do lose power, but back to what you were saying before, is it always tax dollars and cents? Because even though you may lose on an economic front. What about a spiritual front? Because this is not, it's not over. We don't really talk about our concept of spirituality, but based on how I see how bloodlines move forward, where you see certain retardations in families, where you see certain bad things happening to families, it's like someone's going to pay for it somewhere down the bloodline. So what I do today, it does impact my tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It does impact my children. You see people who really try their best in their youth to do right by their children, even if they was slandered and mistreated, but they they strive to do the right thing. They seem to have better lives than those that was getting over, those that was talking trash and not trying for other people. They started getting ailments and sick. You know, it, I'm, I see a pattern of, of behavior or a pattern of results that happen to those who don't live life, uh, don't live a lifestyle that's just. Mm-hmm. So you may lose economically, but if you gain your health, because <laughs> the tree, the bird ain't looking for a dollar. Mm-hmm. The gorilla ain't looking for some stocks and bonds. But they convince our our animal self to go and fetch these items to prove to prove what. And it all can be shut down and taken from you. You got to put, it's a whole fucking lottery. You better hope you pull out at the right fucking time. Mm-hmm. How many people 
build up their 401k plans and then some stupid market crash and lose it all. You uh-huh. spent your whole life trying to save up this money, never used the money, and now it's gone. Gone. And and I don't even think it'd be gone because the shit crashed. I think it'd be gone because they'd be wiping it clean on their computer system and telling you it crashed because who knows for real. They manipulate every fucking thing. But regardless of the reason, the shit be gone. Uh, and you can't access it. So now what? That's why you, what is your value? You going to go and work all, your whole life for Mr. And, and ma'am at work? Or you going to work your life for your children? Mm. When I meet elders that don't have nobody visiting them, I don't feel bad for them. Because I wonder who you was to those children when mm. you were an elder. Honey, that part, because... Mm. And you you was an elder that didn't pour money into your children, but you want them to buy you everything to prove they love for you. So you can showcase to your peers and say, oh, look, my grandbaby did it for me. Look, my grandbaby did that for me. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Sometimes you have to hurt the very ones that you thought that loved you most. Or you the, um, you the elder that only show up for the highlights. Exactly. For but the not there for my pain. Or have or, or silly. We got a lot of silly family members. Family members that can only talk about yesteryear. Ain't got no input for today or tomorrow. Oh, I remember when you did this, that, and the third. I remember you. I know you. No, you know you knew of me. I don't know that stage. They ain't got no input because they waiting for the damn channel two news to tell them what to say. <laughs> turn four, turn five, whatever channel. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> the concept of individual thought is out the window. Um, out the window. Yeah, it is, and and this happens in four world structures, four wall structures. <laughs> so, uh, Mister Nelly fully explained what that four wall is, and he explained what oftentimes happen. The people are. Most effective to attend the meetings, but they don't have any intentions to eliminate racism. Honey, honey, when he said the money that they get from membership, they mostly spend trying to maintain the building. (laughs) That took me out. I was like, yo. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Y'all sit around and gather to talk about doing something. Never even... Never actually get around to doing what you talked about. Oh, but you're going to keep talking about it. You're going to keep paying your dues. And if you don't pay your dues, you're shunned. You're shamed. Or the fact that he mentioned that power is too often judged upon the basis of number of people who attend the meeting. Mm-hmm. Which don't mean that you're powerful. Don't mean shit. People who are lax at attending meetings sometimes that occurs. They squabbling, trying to increase the numbers of people. It becomes... And that is so true. And most organizations, and we've done it, we've worked plenty of jobs, trying to increase attendance. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Everybody f- fighting for attendance. And it becomes less about the focus, right? Because yeah. you're just like, get anybody off the street and, and have them come sit here. <laughs> it's like everybody doesn't have the same focus. Everybody doesn't have the same goal in mind. Because the So the full world concept typically doesn't work. And I like that because you know what? That's going to make people have to get from out these meetings and back at home. Because that's mm-hmm. one of the things I can't. 
I can't be in the street and my home is looking a mess. But you know what tends to happen? We tend to get out those meetings, get home and be like, well, I tried. It didn't work. Yeah. And we need to redirect that focus into independent thought. Yeah. Independent duty, independent action, independent. Get out these meetings and fix your home. Too, too often we standing in front of each other telling them what they need to do. Ain't got a whole war at home. Ain't getting along with nobody. Don't know how to fix anything in your world. Don't know how to get along with the people in your, with, in your immediate family, in your extended family. Nobody. Mm. And yet you in front of folks trying to tell them what they need to do with racism, white supremacy. It don't line up. Look at our elders. Most of our elders that did well in the field didn't do well at home. Honey. And if they did do well at home, it wasn't across all boards of their family. Uh-uh. You know, it's oh, it was some something, or they did well with the family, didn't do well with the it's something. It was always some type of disconnect. But that is a true, that whole four wall concept. I appreciate it because that helped me understand the importance of not fighting for four wall futures <laughs> because uh-huh. it doesn't it it does take away from what the initial focus is. You can be successful with attendance, but was that the goal? Was that the goal, right? Are you more focused on the number of people that came or the number of tasks you completed towards that goal? Exactly. 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 Or, so that's the one concept, the four, the four wall. Then he has the open air method which is essentially what he is. Mm-hmm. It's informal communication. There's no regular meetings. We don't got to rent or buy meeting halls. We don't need to do any fundraising activities. There's no formal you know, storage of supplies needed. There's no payment for organizational duties. There's no salary. Ain't no Zoom meetings. All it is is deciding that you want to be someone who works on or works toward the goal of producing justice and correctness and you figuring out a code to do so in all areas of your life and aspects, all that. That's what it is. For your fucking self. Exactly. Exactly. And then this saves, this puts some money back in your pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Because now you're not trying to to fund people's freedom because people everybody has the resources that they need for themselves to survive and the people that are in the position that they're in they're in there for a reason one thing that i learned and i love yashkara because one of the things that he does is he reads scriptures from the books of the bible that were taking out of the regular king james version bible so all of the stolen books he goes over and that's my my spiritual spirituality lies in those um, stolen books. I love listening to his scriptures shows. And one of the things that he mentions is that no one loves a beggar. And, you know, that's his concept. That's his observation. But my own personal observation, the family members that choose to beg within the family, you see how they just choose not to try mm-hmm. and expect to take somebody else's dime. So mm-hmm. I don't give no more on the street. You in that situation because you want to be. You ain't a child, you an adult. Whatever reason why you got there, maybe you raped, robbed, and stole. Maybe you 
the pedophilia. I don't know what your position is, but I know that I struggled to get to where I am to feed myself. You should have been in the same position. Listen, Every- I ain't gonna hold you. Our cousin. Exactly. So shaped my mind on being so you know giving in that world goodness of my heart in that world yeah now it was different if you work like you know people needing extra things if you work and you trying that's a difference from a trier to a person that ain't gonna try and sit there with clean clothes clean nails hair done even if you ain't clean but you choose not to work Mm -hmm. you choose to take somebody else's money I don't respect that. We got a lot of those individuals out there and they dependent on other people to pay, take care of them. And that's the problem. So in this, in this practice, the base between the four wall and the open air, he explains that our kind of racist code right now is whether we in open air or four wall, we're only practicing it in immediate desperation. Mm-hmm. So when we have a situation that's 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 so jacked up and we see it, then we respond in immediate desperation, our counteract, our counter racist code. We're not intentionally speaking, thinking, acting in a form of eradicating racism, white supremacy. Yeah, just like them people that don't see racism. Oh, yeah, that's a thing of the past. You know, I'm not affected by that because I live in the suburbs until they son get shot by a white cop. Yeah. Now, 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 oh, we got to rally up against this. Now racism exists, exists when it happens to you personally in such a way that you really identify with it. Yeah. Child. Yeah. So we, we have to see that we're all in the same, right? We have to identify that even if it's happening to them over there, it's, I'm still responsible. And that's why we have to train our people because when I see the um young men getting gunned down uh, or young women getting gunned down my first brain computer thought is no one has trained them how to respond to authority you don't go you we that whole ha who you talking no do you want to survive this that's not how you handle that my interactions with cops are very pleasant because of my mannerism the way i'm speaking i'm not going to use my tribal dialect with with cops they ain't my people so I'm going to use their language. Yes, sir. No, sir. What are you talking about? I don't understand. Are you going to detain me or not? Speaking to them directly versus doing the, um, one of the brothers, I don't know why they still reaching deep in their pants, turning around, running. Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why are you still running and turning around? You see how they respond to you. And that's why it's a spiritual warfare that's going on. I'm so I don't I may not have the a whole bunch of diamonds and fur what people consider to be wealthy all the material things but I have my sanity and my health and my peace and spiritually I strongly feel protected thank you Yahweh Ben Yahweh Yah Elohim because I don't have negative interactions like that I may have a bad day but nobody is out here, even within my tribe. Mm-hmm. I got black men in my family, black women. I got a sister that's crazy. She be in the street every day off the rip. Nobody, she ain't been touched on that level yet. And I don't think she is. Cause I strongly feel in my heart of hearts that 
I protect her with my with me just trying to do the right thing and the ones that she's connected to try to do the right thing that she's protecting. Now these are my beliefs. Don't have to share share my beliefs. I'm just sharing how I feel in regards when you do the right thing or you are a good person and you do right by your community, it serves you well. Not in all worlds, but I ain't been destroyed. I went through some things, but the things that I've went through is minute compared to the stuff that I see happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So somebody done paved the way for me. And I'm going to continue paving the way for my motherhood, for my foremothers, for my forefathers that got me into this space and time. I'm not going to just throw it away. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Nelly Fuller, he explains the compensatory repair process. You know, how do we repair this? Because we need to make up. We need to make up for what has been taken. So he says, ultimately, we have to find the truth about the harm that has been done to white people to non-white people and that's everybody so because you know the harm that was done to you do you know the harm that's done to the asian because the best way to connect it to people is to know what they done went through Mm -hmm. you 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 meet somebody from vietnam or you meet somebody from um botswana or you meet somebody from russia in the non-white category and you know what has happened to them even just any any area of their of their time frame, just something that has happened to their people, they'll automatically connect with you. Mm-hmm. But we boast about who was hurt the best. Honey, I was hurt the most. Oh, excuse me, who was hurt the most? Excuse me. Yes, I was hurt. I'm the American black. I got hurt the most. I'm I'm the honey. I'm the listen, because hurt the best fall in the, you know under pink pink trilogy category. <laughs> Honey hurt so good. <laughs> that ain't this. <laughs> no, that ain't this. That ain't this. No, so you know that's something that we have to uncover. We got to get past that and really increase our numerical number. It can't just be on the basis of complexion because again, complexion face value does not mean friend. We got to tap into spirit, and when you tap into spirit, you come across all walks of life. All types of people. So that's when, when I mean, even when you just brought that up, says going back to comedy, right? Honey, we are so infatuated with pain. Yeah. One comedian would come out, oh, my mama used to beat me with a central cord. Really? You think that's bad? My mama threw the whole, threw the whole iron at me and it was on. Oh, you thought that was bad? My mama, did. and it's just the worst scenario after the worst scenario after the worst scenario. Why are we in competition? to exploit ourselves through our own pain. You're right. But again, they prepare, they program us for that. Our history start with what? Slavery. They don't start us with something else. They I know. So when I'm asking the question, I'm not asking the question for us to develop an answer, but I am asking us, I'm asking the question so we can think about the things that we're doing. Yeah. And be more intentional about how to figure out how to correct it. You're right. How to change our thought, how to change our thought patterns, how to change our verbiage. Like, yeah. we are out here contributing to our destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or oh, what you were saying with the other brother that you spoke to, he didn't even, he wasn't even aware, I think, during his podcast. He was like, I ain't shit. I ain't nothing. I knew. 
you know, worth something. Yeah, you should never, ever, I don't care what I'm going through. I elevate it to a level that I understand that words are powerful. And no matter how I feel, as we we opened up this show, even if we ain't feeling amazing, have an amazing day. And it's not even just for myself. It's also for those that I'm encountering because how dare I carry over my pain? If I'm going through something, that's my responsibility to keep it within me so it can stay within me. I'm not going to ruin your day because my day is shitty. Mm. So, and I don't want a shitty day, so why would I even speak on that? Let me speak on what I want. Oh, today is so good because it's coming. (laughs) My day is coming. Oh, I am so excellent because it's coming if it ain't here. Honey, make up a word if you need to, but get that shit a positive meaning for yourself. Yeah, please. Don't ever speak so negatively on yourself because, one, that's what you're telling the universe to give you. Honey. They to respond to you. So. Oh, you uh, ain't shit? Let me show you how we treat the ain't shit people. <laughs> All you had to do was say so. <laughs> Make this easy for you. And remove you from the folks who out here trying to be something with their lives and, you know, trying to be better. I can't have you around them good people. Uh-huh. I got to put you with the rest of the ain't shit people. Yeah, exactly. I got to recategorize your life out here. Yes, exactly. So, the, and, and see, recategorizing. So this is the compensatory repair process. We have to change our speak and our actions so that we can align ourselves to being correct and constructive in education and housing, transportation, healthcare. We want to be able to change all aspects of our lives so that we can be able to lead ourselves closer to a just and correct system coding concept, not the injustices that we are forced to practice because we don't have nothing else that we've been creating, that we have created to practice. It's like... Um, I believe, what's the brother's name? Um, KRS-One. He said in Hidden Colors, not by our favorite programmer, but whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, producer, Tyreek Nashi. Um, KRS-One, he's like, you know, what white people have done to non-white is they raped them repeatedly for 10 years, take them away from everything that they know, and then on the 11th year say, oh yeah, you free. Go ahead, leave. Mm. and the person leave and they're like all right and they don't know where to go they don't know they ain't got no job they ain't got no home they disconnected from everybody so what they do they go back to where they came from and they're like well i i don't know where to go all right well you can work this job and live in this house but this man still fucked raped me and robbed me for 10 years even though i'm living on and that's not happening no more it had it did happen though Mm mm-hmm so this is a this is essentially non white life. We done got fucked fed excuse me, wrong, wrong scenario. Honey, <laughs> listen, props. If you listen, if you just if you want a channel pink trilogy, say that. <laughs> Lord, I'm gonna listen. It's nighttime and I'm feeling myself. Listen, trying to be fucked fed, barefoot, and pregnant out here, okay? That was my get that magnet That was my birthright taken from me for, because I've been dealing with untrained men. And I do not, and that's a whole nother topic, but yes. 
our brothers and sisters that's in the non-white category rape robbed and stole from but yet they still working from the very people that rape robbed and stole from them it's a problem so according to mr nelly filler we individually are responsible to come up with a codified logic as victims of racism and within our written our speech and our actions we need to come up with even more books and papers and exchange views so that we can develop a constructive logic that we can practice not within a group but in in but in a gathered state of mind so we're no longer scattered Aww. and and we also want to coordinate our personalities too because there's certain things that excuse me we don't have to coordinate our personalities all we have to do is have the same whole system and concept, the basic. So whether same thing like how Sister Kahawi and I was saying about our strike. I practice strike method. She practices the strike method. She may do it at a different time than me, but damn it, we do it. I same as the natural hair concept. My natural hair may be differently worn from the other sister, but guess what? It's natural. Yeah. So we have to come up for with the goal of that bigger picture. The goal, yeah, is not so much the how how it's practiced so much, but more so what is being practiced. So I'm practicing natural hair. How I practice it is different from other people, but the basics, the basis is natural hair practice, right? Because oh. so to be in the space of being proactive about producing justice is to resist the system of white supremacy racism my resistance is going to look different from kiva's resistance but the resistance is damn happening exactly excellent point and excellent end because that was it for me honey two snaps on that word and what you think and the twirl yes (laughs) yes so you know you the one who predicts or suggest the pages we read moving forward. So what you have in mind? We are now at page 59. Honey. I like that he accounted for the pages that's not even used. Honey. (laughs) And look, look, like he said, nobody is misused. Everybody is accounted for in his correct just system that that is logical to him. Mm -hmm. There's no throwaway people. It's all those that group person. No. Everybody's accounted for. Everybody's taken care of. Everybody has a home and a place in the system. Now, and listen, keep- just because I'm one strike you out, don't mean I'm throwing you away. I'm just removing you from a certain capacity with me. You're not invited to my table. I'm removing you from a certain level with me. Exactly. You may have to sit at the far end of my rectangle table. Tiny. Damn the far. Or be at the kid table. table. <laughs> you might have to go back to the line to see if you can even get in this building. <laughs> I'm hate you. You may put in your request if you want. You can send in your request in that little info box. Listen, that part right there, and as part of your request, I need to know that you understand where you had me fucked up at before we even continue on in any capacity having any kind of dialect because there has to be correction before there is progress. Yes. I like that. I'm not going to throw you away and I'm going to still be graceful with you. 
But God damn it, I ain't got no plate for you though. Mm-mm. Get your own food. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay, let me see. I think we can do till the end of sixty nine. Fifty nine to sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, seventy one. I can't wait to get to because I was just talking about that in a, another setting. So cool. Fifty nine to sixty nine because it gets heavy and deep. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing. That's why I'm like, hold up, let me. Um. Yeah, well, it's no problem. We can break this down. Yeah, listen. We even the right? intro I felt was like, I mean, he did a lot of reiterating, so it worked out. But yeah. This book requires... Right, because now we're going into specifics, and we're going into the area of economics. Which is our, which is beautiful that is number one, mm-hmm. because it's a big problem that we face as a people. Most of our, most of our um, home problems or family problems stem from economics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the biggest things that we have an issue with. And um, we, and then the crazy thing is, we want to succeed in this world of economics, even though we was considered collateral. Honey, child, I'm reading ahead. Engage <laughs> sexual intercourse for no more than two times every seven days. Lord, that ain't in my code. But <laughs> <laughs> let me. All right, page fifty nine. <laughs> fifty nine is sixty nine. Child. No, I need to stop reading it. Look, I'm pulling the kiwi, y'all. I'm you sure it's the kiva? <laughs> I need to get on you because I damn sure ain't even start reading the head. I am where I'm supposed to be. Stop huh? this. Six. So, yes, Honey, I think my eyes just glance towards that word naturally because you know mm-hmm. it's the pink trilogy out here. But <laughs> what's like, say what now? <laughs> Whew. Okay, y'all. Yeah, so y'all know what to read for our next show, okay? 59 to 69. And we out. Later, y'all. Yerk. We done made a habit flipping nothing in the sun. Triple every dollar, dog, I put that on my mama. Ooh, I think they like me cause I talk about my commas. If I had to do it to it, I'd be frontline with the llama. So I suggest you act right or get left, uh. Kill him with the baseline, treble clef, uh. Put it in the stocking, then we ship it overseas. And when that Fetty came back, it was more than what we needed. So I suggest you play your part and get it to him, what we doing? Judah is the tribe, the nappy head is super duper. If you ain't rolling with us, then a ticket you against us. So you better keep your cool and keep it moving. Hope you're listening. Let me break it down for a second. Wait, wait. You and I are not the same. Split the cake, I'm out. Lady Mode alone is supposed to snakes. Uh, don't know why they hit me. I'm just trying to elevate the beast in love, but don't mistake it. If you got it, get it. Shake it, nigga. This is what you want. Hey, we can get into it if you're trying to build your work. I can put you in direct connection with the plug. Getting yeah, yeah, yeah. you need it until I put you on. Uh, let me break it down for a second, wait, wait, you and I are not the same, split the cake and all the lady mode on his pose stance, uh, don't know why they hit me, I'm just trying to elevate the peace and love, but don't mistake it, if you got it, get it, shake it, nigga, <laughs> Louis, Lotus,
off and say fuck it. Life is what you making. Chances what you taking. Life is what you making. Chances what you taking. I said just survive like like you like you dancing in the mirror. I said just survive like like you like you dancing in the mirror. Nobody is watching, so it's round and round you go. Nobody is watching, so it's round and round you go, you go, you go. Just turn it up, just turn it up, just turn it up, just turn it up. You turn it up a little, we turn it up a lot. You turn it up a little, we turn it up a lot. About a damn thing can't be into what you do. Too much focus on the better to myself. I must stay true. Too much traffic in my brain. I keep myself preoccupied. Life is love, pride is evil. Guess we all do since sometimes. Why we do it, I don't know. Why the sunshine, why the moon glow, why the world be turning slow? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know all the answers. I don't know the reasons why, but I'm giving all these moments. So you, you know I fly. I said now just survive like you, like you dancing in the mirror. I said just survive like you, like you dancing in the mirror. Nobody is watching, so it's round and round you go. Nobody is watching, so it's round and round you go, you go, you go. Just turn it up.